going deep. I feel like Kalo on the Miami Heat. The words I speak off this sheet are like a three-peat. I don't just hop on a track. I bring running cleats. I'm a player for real, more than an athlete. Let my mama tell it. Could have ran for the Senate. Instead, I penned it for Donovan Bennett. I'm cemented. This a deep dive. In your headphones or a long drive. Up close and personal, just like you courtside. They ain't no out of bounds here. No offsides. We going live in one, two, three, four, five. You are now tuned in to Going Deep with Donovan Bennett. Yes, thank you once again, Capital. It is the Going Deep Podcast. I am Donovan Bennett, and happy to be talking to you on a Monday. Happy to be talking to you about a positive story, because as you know, if you've listened to the pod over the last couple of days, we have been touching on all aspects of the Tamar Hamlin story, and it continued over the weekend. All 32 teams honored him. The number three was highlighted on the field there's a moment of appreciation for first responders throughout the league. The Saints actually, shout out to them, they donated emergency medical equipment to local youth sports groups. So thankfully, uh, more people in similar scenarios will be helped based off of that intentionality. We saw players wearing T-shirts for him. Mahomes actually had a custom hoodie with Hamlin Strong on the back. And it seemed like around Thursday, emotionally things switched from still being a bit touch and go to the breathing tooth is out. He's talking to his teammates. People now can start to remember him and honor him by focusing on the football. And maybe he went from being afraid to play to feeling lucky to be able to play. But the bills channeled that energy into an outstanding performance. And right off the kickoff, they were honoring him. I got chills. These are the sounds. Yeah, we'll keep everybody posted on Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Miami and the Jets were underway as New England decided to defer after winning the toss. And here's Hines on the run back, breaking a tackle and taking it past midfield. And down the sideline he goes. This is storybook. An opening kickoff return for Tamar Hamlin. And this place is absolutely going wild. So, as we've seen over the last seven days, football probably is an example of the best and worst of Humanity will continue to cover his story as he's on his road to recovery. Um, speaking of humanity, in, in my friend group, I bring out the worst. Our next guest, Cabral Richards, brings out the best. The executive producer. What a segue. Of, of the worldwide entity known as Sportsnet Bets. That's right. SN Bets. Let's go. Cabral Richards. Um, I, I actually want to... Um, I want to talk to you well, about a couple of things, which I, as I do, texted to you for about 45 minutes before the show. But since we were just talking about Hamlin, when you, because we haven't actually spoken at all about this since, when you first saw or heard of what happened, how did you feel emotionally? And then how did that relate to you watching football this past Sunday? I was in shock and... I was just confounded, like the audience, like the broadcasters that were tasked to fill that time on ESPN, and then just like fear. It's like, man, this guy can. And then, then everybody become well, not everybody, but some people become like internet sleuths, and then going on WebMD and like trying to uh, ascertain what you know what could have caused this cardiac arrest. And my wife is a um, um, a chiropractor, so she was really interested. Or intrigued, and I know that sounds morbid, but like m- curious about 
how this this player, how Hamlin could have suffered a cardiac arrest because the the tackle looked routine. Uh, but thankfully, the the care was immediate. You know, got the ambulance on the field and got him to the University of Cincinnati Hospital right away. And, and his situation improved over the next few days. But my relationship to football morbidly hasn't changed. I know it's a vi- I I know that I'm watching a violent sport with modern day gladiators. And as someone that I mean, played football in high school, but as someone who's in sports, I, I know that the players are aware of the dangers and they sign up for it. I mean, and nobody expects like this, that kind of an outcome to happen, but it hasn't changed my, um, my watching habits for football. I still love the sport. I still find it highly entertaining. And I, and I think those guys are courageous for playing um, because it's, they're the fastest, strongest, most powerful humans colliding every play. Every play. I mean, we watched Jamal Williams last night, who uh, who's like honoring his great grandpa, and you know, he, he breaks Barry Sanders' uh, season single season touchdown record. He's in tears. Like it's so emotional. I'm grateful to be able to play this game for my great grandfather, and I'm glad that he's looking down on me. I know I'm making him proud. You said this ball's for him. Yeah, this is for him. Another thing, stop playing us, man. We made we the Detroit Lions. We the Detroit Lions. Stop playing with us. I don't even watch TV, but I heard everybody already picked their pick the Packers over us. Stop playing with us. That's all I gotta say, man. Don't let these tears fool you. It's all dog around this mug. It's kind of how he, how I experience it. You know, the Bills like they the team almost feels like it's a spiritual moment when Naeem Hines off the kick as you just played. You know, uh, breaks one for a touchdown off the opening kickoff. He has another kickoff return for a touchdown. Josh Allen, I think he said, and this is what, like, this is a, not a reason to believe in God, but he said something like, this is how, this is proof that God exists. Like, that's, you know, when you're talking about life and death, like, you have these come to God moments or come to Jesus moments, and that was kind of one for the Buffalo Bills, what it seemed like from, from the outside. So I try to get my... Barbara Walters on. Okay, salute to Barbara Walters. Yeah, shout out. Poor legend. Out. And be an active listener when I'm conducting an interview. Like we Which are. Which you're here. great. At it. Thank you. Give me the scouting report of Cabrell Richards as a high school football player. Oh God! Like, uh, C- are we? C- are minus, we, bro. No, but I, be, I, I need a comp. You. A, oh, a Antonio com- Gates, oh, oh, okay, okay. Natron Means, okay. Maurice Claret. Like, where are we going? Where are we going? Give me oh, the my, player oh, comp. God. I was uh, okay, so I was a middling linebacker, a middle linebacker, and a middling line average. Um, I'm trying to think of like someone who who's like on the sp- on special teams, trying to get onto the you know starting eleven. I don't know, say that in in football. They say that in soccer, but. Um, Man, I was an average linebacker, bro. Like, average speed, average um, head-eye coordination, just average. I, I can't think of an NFL comp because you only think of, like, the in linebackers, you think of the elite of the elite. So Ray Lewis, uh, Lawrence Taylor, jeez, um, uh, oh, I'm saying Bobby Wagner, only because he's, like, the best of this era, but not, a, not, a, not on the same – Mount Rushmore is those the previous two, so I can't. Can you think of um, who's like a a linebacker that played? Oh my gosh, 
was gonna say like Luke Keekley, but not Luke Keekley, because he was he was excellent for those few years in Carolina. Anyway, very average, bro. Very average. So Micah Parsons is what you're saying. No, you Micah Parsons is excellent, bro. What do you mean? That dude is transformative. He's the best player on that defense. Yo, can we talk about Dak? What a puzzling game against the Commanders. How, how so? Why is some LeVar Arrington. Were you a LeVar no, Arrington? No, LeVar Arrington was excellent, bro, with Washington. Bro, Antonio and, Pierce. Sure. I'll take that one. <laughs> I'll take that one. Um, is it seven games in Rowie's throwing interception or eight? Does he, that trouble you, bro? He he has tied for the league lead in interceptions with your boy Davis Webb, which sounds like a computer system. It does. Like, you know, Davis Webb sounds, it doesn't even sound like a real player. It, it sounds, sounds like, like a, a, a D1AA university. <laughs> like, man, you got that Davis Webb offer, son? Yes. Yeah, like in the sim, like of the, the season, like it, it sounds like um the default character name in, the, in a story on friggin' Madden. He, he has, he missed five games. And yet, he is tied for the league lead in interceptions. And it's not as if, because I am the first to say that every interception is not created equal. Sure. You just throw it up there, end of the half, try to make something happen. Like it's, Rogers it, did in, uh, in the end of the, the Detroit Lions and Green Bay game. Note the time. It took, what, five minutes for him to, to defend his Hold boy. Hold on. I'm, no, I'm, not, I'm, I'm giving you an example. Yes, sure. just throwing it up there. Yeah. Like, it's essentially a punt, right? Yeah. However... If you're throwing pick sixes routinely, like the Jacksonville Jaguars are in the playoffs because Dak Prescott threw them a game, literally threw it to like, here, take this, take this. <laughs> what, remember, uh, <laughs> who's that? Remember, um, uh, Eddie Murphy, I think was it delirious or raw? Oh, we got to be careful. here. I have a, don't worry. I will. Uh, this is why we're <laughs> taped when he's talking about, a certain type of coupons falling out of his pocket. Oh yes, yeah. Excuse me, that's mine. Excuse me. Excuse, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Watch that. That's my. Yeah. That's Dak with the interceptions. Oh, hey, hey, watch that. That's my pick six right there. Watch that. Watch that. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, dude. I do not know. I, I, I know that I don't trust him. Can't win with him. Can't coach him. <laughs> but this is this is what the Cowboys do. There's no, there's nothing surprising about this. Hey, do you think Jerry Jones makes a massive splash and like let me go get Lamar Jackson? Let me go get a 24-year-old, ver- not actually, he's not a version of Dak because Dak doesn't have the same mobility, but an MVP. He was MVP at 22. Baltimore is not, he didn't secure the, or they didn't back up the Brinks truck for uh, for Jackson. I mean, it's, it's. hey, I'm not sure that that's even out there, but as we're talking about Dak, like, you know, you know uh, Jerry Jones, is, he's the king of the offseason. He, he just made a massive splash and paid Dak Prescott a whole lot of money. Yeah. So you're going to pay Lamar Jackson even more money and get rid of Dak Prescott and eat all of that dead cat money and just have Lamar throw into himself, essentially? This is Jerry Jones, bro. you have Ezekiel Elliott, who you mistakenly paid Mm. a lot of money. Like, for Jerry Jones to be the czar, the business guy, he got, like, the Nike deal first for the NFL. He's made some atrocious Joseph signings. Yeah. He kept uh, uh, Jason whatever as a head coach for like 11, 12 years. Oh, Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett, oh, yeah. I, I thought you were talking about another one of his boys, Jason Witten. Oh, Jason who, Witten, he who, did, who yeah. He also paid a thousand for a thousand years. He has these long negotiations with his star players and then just at the ends, just capitulates and loses and gives them the money that they deserve. Now, Tony Pollard, 
quite frankly, his best offensive player. He will be a free agent, so I don't know what they do. If he makes a splash and gives anyone the bag, the person has to be Sean Payton. Does it not? Ooh, yeah. Like, just let's end this Mike McCarthy thing. Give up the draft picks. Give up the the whatever the pick compensation is, whatever the money is, and just say, Sean Payton, come home. But Sean Payton's not with the team right now. Sean Sean Payton's not with the team right now because he left and took a leave when he had years under contract. And so it's an understanding that he's not going to go back, play fair and coach for the Saints. Although there are rumors that like maybe he will just go back and coach the Saints. But whoever has the services next, they have to, well, I mean, they don't have to, but the Saints are going to want some sort of compensation. So the thought is the Walmart family with the Broncos, they they don't care. We're in it for the long haul. So sure, we'll give up the, the picks. So I, if I'm the Cowboys, I, I, I do that because Sean Payton was a high-level assistant under Bill Parcells with the Cowboys before he went to uh, New, New Orleans, Orleans and, and won a cup or cup, geez. Won a, won a uh, championship Lombardi with Vince Lombardi. Still has uh, a home in Dallas. Uh, and so the thought was that he was just going to you know be on layaway, watch Mike McCarthy suck, and then you know <laughs> grips his job. And he up. <laughs> Take cup his job that. from him. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Cowboys are, are are terrible. How did how did we get on this topic? I don't how did know. you take I, over my show? I know. I'm sorry. I, I totally I took the reins of the, I took the steering wheel and then I veered us off course. Well, I'm, let's go woods. further off course with something I, I wanted to ask you originally, but now there is no good segue. So I just will. What were your New Year's Eve plans? It was uneventful because I, we didn't go out. Stayed at home. Wifey and I, my little guy, and then our little guy cried at 11:35, and then cried again at 12:45. And that's what they do. Yeah, that's it. It was uneventful. It wasn't, and I, and I didn't even watch, you know, Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper. We didn't even watch that broadcast of them ringing in the new year, which they feel like a fun hang. Like if you were actually at a party with those dudes, would be like they'd be very entertaining. But they're not allowed to drink anymore on air. Yeah, but okay, but you know they can get after it at twelve thirty-five or whatever. I know, but people watch because this is Anderson Cooper, the guy who we see on sixty minutes. In a safari, yeah, or on CNN where there's a, a Category Five hurricane, and he's not even in the—he's not in the middle of it where it's safer. He's on the edges where there's, you know, where he could be harpooned by, uh, you know, uh, a sheet of tri- um, plywood or some some window coverings or something just get you know pierced in the neck or in the the chest live on TV. He always goes into the the heart of danger. When covering and, the news. And on New Year's Eve, you get the pleasure of seeing him giggle drunk on yeah, TV. That's right. And then, you know, then you see Don Lemon afterwards wasted. Yeah, yeah. He's, doing, he's normally in New, New Orleans, right? Where he's from. Yes. And he goes to a party there. But for whatever reason, they made a rule this year you cannot drink on it. I, I thought it was like kind of wild that they let them do it in the first place. Like the FCC didn't weigh in and be like, you can't just well, be out as here. As long as they're not dropping F bombs. Which they're never going to do. I think it's. I feel like it's been TV. pretty close. Anyways, you're not watching that or not watching Whoa, Seacrest. What were your plans? Well, like, what'd you guys do? Uh, you guys didn't go to that restaurant? Uh, I did go out and eat. So thank you for the for the. But did you go connection. to that one restaurant? Uh, I did not go to oh, the okay. one that's. Well, you, that you, you, you were with Ricky and Cara, right? Correct. Yes. Nice. Yes. Salute to Ricky Romero. Salute to Ricky Romero. Uh, but, so you were not watching Ryan Seacrest, Georgia alum. Uh, w- watching the college football playoff. Were oh, you watching the college nice football seg- playoff? Oh, my gosh, bro. You know I'm a The Ohio State fan. That was, I feel so bad for that kicker. Man, I, I lost a lot of money on The Ohio State. Did you really? You bet? 
Yeah, bro. I lived this life. Okay. I bought this life. Fair enough. And man, I oh, that was tough. I mean, you're, I don't even know how old the kicker is. Twenty. Shanked it. Too. He has a game on the close. line on his on his cleat. And man, I really thought the Ohio. I believe in C.J. Stroud. And and you know he's gonna you know um, he's gonna make a great NFL quarterback. Probably not going to go to the Texans. Actually, no, he might go to the Texans. The Texans had a chance to get the number one overall pick, but now that's to Chicago. But Chicago has a former the Ohio State quarterback in Justin Fields. They're probably not going to draft a, a quarterback, so he'll go play for the Texans, him or or uh, Stidham. Not Stidham. Uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, the quarterback for Georgia. Oh, my goodness. Something Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett the fourth? The fourth, correct. Yeah. He's not getting picked in the first round, is he? I mean, the guy's like 25. He's got a lot of he's, football. He's 20. He's, 20, he's, 20, he's 28. He's 25, and this is his sixth year in, in the NCAA. Hey, man, imagine two back coming off two back-to-back or coming off back-to-back championships. That's a that's a high draft draft stock. I, I disagree. So that uh, that miss, like if you're that kicker, New Year's Eve is ruined for you for the rest oh, of your life. Yeah, yeah. Like when you the ball drops, the you just don't want to kiss anybody. You you just are always going to remember that. Chris Fowler. Or be remembered for. Yeah, I suppose. Oh. Chris Fowler was 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 calling your shank <laughs> while the while the ball dropped. And next year it goes to eight teams, right? The playoffs? It does. Man, NCAA just printing money. And we're gonna get March Madness in like two months, which could be incredible theater. Do you make New Year's resolutions? I don't stick to them, bro. But do you make them? No. I was eating Doritos on like January the second. <laughs> Like a full bag. Maybe that was, that was your resolution. No, to enjoy the life. resolution is to eat them less. That's my Achilles heel is snacks after midnight, full bags. I didn't, did you, did you are you keeping any of yours? I don't, uh, I don't make resolutions. I, I uh, don't really believe in it because I just feel like it's just a random day. Like you could choose to make no, a choice. It's, it's not a random day, it's, it's a reset to your year. I suppose it's not well, like June first. I'm like, I make. I mean, okay. Why don't I make? I want to make resolutions on the fiscal calendar because I'm about that <laughs> money. Like, it's just a day. It's just another day. I what I do do, and what my wife and I do is we make, um, we come up with quotes. So, so almost uh, you write your own, or you find quotes. No, find quotes that that we want to be uh, cognizant of in terms of things that we can do or ways we can live. Moving forward, so it's not like a resolution, a binary goal. I want to run lose a half marathon in X time yeah. or lose however many pounds. It's more about you know, I want to be process oriented, and this is the quote that I come up with. But no, no resolutions for you. No, but please share the quote. Oh, you're just gonna put my business on the street, okay? Well, uh, you brought it up, so you might as well share it with your audience. I don't know if they care. Uh, I'll, I'll allow me to go to the Apple Notes. Shout out to Tim Cook. Uh, so last year it was, uh, I want to be where my feet are. So essentially, I just want to be present. Be present. Yeah, not not looking too far ahead, too far backward. Just in the moment, kind of dominate whatever situation I'm in at the time. I don't know how well I was at that one. Um, I will say, in our last dinner, you were on your phone considerably <laughs> less, so you were more present. <laughs> You're one of those dudes that, like, if there is a 17-second lull in activity, whatever, your phone comes out. You and Nigel are the worst. So, wait, you're not one of those dudes? No, I am never on my – when I'm in the company of our friends, never, bro. Okay. My phone is always in my jacket. I I am present in the moment. 
So you you did better. I mean, I just had dinner with you like two weeks ago, and it was you were more locked in than normal. I, you and Juice had a great combo. I I feel like I object that you're not on your phone, but maybe I am thinking of a your previous cab. You're projecting? No, oh, not oh, at yeah, all. Previ- yeah, previous Where, me. You yeah. know, uh, you're working on things in progress, <laughs> which would cause you to be on your phone. There were some projects in development at that time. Uh, so the quote this year is, don't worry about getting even with those who hurt you. Worry about getting even with those that helped you. Nice. Love that. Who's that from? Who wrote that one? I don't know, actually. Oh, was, that's a great I, quote. I was in uh, Marshall's, and it was like some sign that you could put up in your kitchen. <laughs> I was like, I like that. Shout out to Marshall's, Winners, Home Sense, that whole, that whole cottage. Live, laugh, love. Yep, that's me. <laughs> People tolerated dogs accepted. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, that because I am a, um, uh, I, I am somewhere in the spectrum between vindictive and petty. Ooh, pe- petty, yes. Vindictive, are you? Wow, okay. I, I have a long memory. And so I'm trying to channel that energy into, yeah, a lot of people have helped me support me. I want to, you know, prove them right. Not, not, so worried about the massive chip on my shoulder, proving the people who didn't believe in me wrong. It's like it's probably the the athlete in me, where I was like, the London Free Press thinks I'm gonna be honorable mention for. Who are you talking about? Well, athletes have to. I mean, I mean, Michael Jordan is most famous for this: is invent slights as tools of motivation. Like this guy invented beefs in his brain. So he can go dominate random small forwards and shooting guards that were guarding him or even power forwards and then drop 40 on them uh, every night or every other night. It was just wild. Uh, as did Shaquille O'Neal. He also invented beefs? He made up a, an elaborate story that when he was a kid in Texas high school, he met David Robinson, and David Robinson didn't give him the time of day, so that's why he's going to give him 40. He's going to get the scoring title. He's going to steal his MVP. And, like, when corroborated, that's not at all true. Like, David Robinson wasn't even a spur when Shaq was. <laughs> wasn't he in, in the Air Texas, Force? Or probably. He, or the Navy or something? So, yeah, it was just made. But, like, literally people, like, wrote stories about it, and it was, the whole thing was fabricated. Oh, wow. He is but a great he, storyteller. He, he was telling himself. Uh, they, they, speaking of... Uh, we were talking earlier about series to watch before uh, we were on air. Um, Shaq's docuseries, the four-parter on HBO, uh, and, and Crave, uh, outstanding. It's a good watch. Speaking of athletes with proverbial chips on their shoulders, yeah, you're wearing green. Is that in support of Aaron Charles Rogers? Aaron Lamar Rogers? No, it's I. I believe it's Patrick Lamar Mahomes or Lavar Mahomes, but no, Aaron Charles Rogers. This is not the reason why I'm wearing green. Uh, but I do feel for the dude. I, t- I texted him yesterday. I just said a few things, and um, there hasn't been a response back. But um, <laughs> hasn't been read. Well, hasn't I don't know. Hasn't been seen. I, yeah, I have an Andrew. I'm a Samsung guy for life, so it's oh, green. To, actually, the last part of the message was green bubbles from Canada. And I know that uh, you're an iPhone guy, and the people, iPhones out there, all you guys have is your blue text message bars. What is it? It's the only thing you guys have on your phones. Airdrop is a cool feature, but Androids are superior. But anyway, uh, salute to his four MVPs. I don't believe it's his last game in a Packers uniform. It because? Was, 
Because uh, you don't want to go out like that, losing to. No, you don't want to lose on your home field to a division rival and like and not in the playoffs. But I just think he's got more to give to the game. The guy, this guy's playing with rookie receivers this year, you know, and, and it was, it's kind of like a rebuild, but not so overtly a rebuild. Um, so I don't think it's, I don't think he's done. And also he, he just signed, what was it? Four years last year for, he got the bag, but there's more, there's more to do. And he still, he still got it. Like Aaron Rodgers could go to any team. I, I wonder. Sorry. Sorry. What was that? He still well, got okay. it. He still got it. Got what? He's still an elite quarterback. I mean, we, we were talking about Dak throwing interceptions. I don't think Rod, I, I haven't looked at the numbers, but I don't think Rodgers who's played 17 games has thrown more interceptions. Oh no, no, he hasn't. But he's, he's not far behind. <laughs> I don't know what the QBRs are. I haven't looked at metrics, but um, there, there's more to there's more to give. So, uh, Jameson Williams, uh, rookie receiver for the Lions. First of all, I I love that you're shooting your shot. But you kind of have to know your role in the NFL ecosystem. Comes up to Rogers midfield after the game. Rogers probably like, who are you exactly? Like Alabama, I may have seen you in a championship game once or twice. Ask Rodgers for his jersey. Asking for the jersey has to be reciprocal. Like, I'm giving you, you my jersey, but I kind of either want yours or at least want mine up no, in your man cave. No, it doesn't have to be a jersey swap. I don't think so. Dog, dog if, this, if this is, in fact, his last game, he's giving that jersey to Jamison Williams. Like, it's not like he gave it to Aiden Hutchinson. Right, who's right. going to be like a star? Like he's he's or, or Jared, or Jared Goff, Goff is his uh, peer, a, a a a fifth receiver punt returner, and I think he's going to have a real good good career. But I didn't say did he give, did he give him the jersey? No, th- this oh. is this this is the point of the story. He says no, I'm going to keep this one, and that led to speculation. Oh. Well, what does that mean? Then he's walking out, essentially. Doing a boardwalk stroll with, with Randall, Randall Cobb. Cobb, who, as you know, they are great friends. They are, yes. He attends Pizza Fridays at Aaron's house. A house that you've been at. You actually are, are I mean, not to mention the fact that he hasn't, you know, responded to your <laughs> text. And, you, and we're not sure if he has seen it. But you legitimately <laughs> are, are, are great friends with, with Aaron. Not great. We're friends. We're not great friends. I've, I've, I've seen the, I haven't had pizza, but I've seen the, the pizza. Room. Oven built into his. He has, a, his he has a, like a stone oven. Yeah, like uh, like Jimmy Kimmel, who's famous for like having pizza nights at his house. Uh, Rogers does a similar thing. See, that's. I don't think it's he would be upset with me sharing that detail. That's that's. I'm gonna push the envelope on how many Aaron Rodgers personal details we can get out of you. Uh, that's that's, that's another loose lips sink ships. That's another level of life when you're not ordering pizza, you're you're making it in the oven that like. The pizza place. I don't also think it's has. so far away from your future. I can imagine a about? Friday night, you, Desi, Rowan, Kate having pizza nights where you guys make pizzas in a in a convection them. oven, not a stone <laughs> oven. You can have one in your backyard. No, no. Life goals. The one thing that you've learned about Aaron Rodgers that most people don't appreciate is what? Hmm. Attention to detail. Uh, we we were, and I get this with you sometimes, like in our previous, in the past, we've had football conversations. And when I watch football, I like, I I see the play start and I look at the defense. Like, what's the formation? Who's 
Are they in cover two? Are they in where are the safeties? But then talking football with him, he's he's going through plays and similar to like LeBron, where LeBron can remember like two minute sequences with multiple possessions. Roger says that, but then he's talking to me as though I'm an employee of the Green Bay Packers and like knows the playbook and certain references. I'm just like, I don't know what you're saying, bro. Like, just talk to me like it's Madden. So, and you can do that as well. So that just, and, and I'm like, I'm a football fan, but I'm, I'm not like in, I'm not, I don't live this football life. So I was, I'm blown away by that. And then just attention to detail and other things too, just like books that he reads or like when he would describe a, a trip and, and rec- recall the trip in very specific details, which is cool. So he's not on his phone. Like me? No, no, not not those those few times. No, not as like you, which you are on your phone less though. Which is a salute to you. It's a development, progress. Yeah. we're all looking for progress. I'm gonna take a quick break. After the break, I'm gonna force Cabral, Mister Essen Betts, to give you the team you should bet on to win the Super Bowl. I'm gonna ask him personally if the Raptors should blow it up or if Raptors Twitter should just calm the hell down. <laughs> And we're going to play the game that people around the world know and love. Dead jury. Stay with us. My name is Lucille Bryan. I'm Clifton Bryan. My grandson is a show. And I'm so happy that you're listening to Going Deep with Donovan Bennett. I'm so glad that you had the show. Thank you. All right, thank you, Grandma. Granddad. This is around the year where they'll tap in on some NFL football. The rest of the year, it's just Blue Jays, Leafs, Raptors. Let's talk about said Raptors before we end with some NFL and some uh, family. Raptors Twitter is somewhat toxic. It's can't, it can't be different than any other fan base's Twitter. Like, it's... so. Thanks it's to apoplectic Elon. everywhere except for me. Ma- no, man. It's, it, Raptors, tw- Ra- except Raptors except Twitter used Nets. to be a fun hang, used to be where just uh, no one really gets us. We're excited to be here, have fun with the team. Now, I don't know if it's because they won a championship in 2019. They've got champagne taste. And, like, I mean, remember they went after Pascal in the bubble? Now yeah, they're going yeah. after Fred, Fred yeah. who less than a year ago, they were in love with and voted him into the All-Star game. And now it's like package shorty. It's, that's how fast. And he's not even playing that poorly for me. But this team has been not as much of a fun watch as we thought. Do you blow it up or do you back it up and just say, hey, let's, let's take a couple steps back, let it breathe, have some perspective. We were looking for, you know, some research and development is, this team, they weren't going to win a championship anyways. So this is just about the growth of Scotty, the growth of OG, and growth in any endeavor is not linear. Mm. What is executive Cabral doing? <laughs> I, first of all, I'm going to start at the beginning and say... Bobby oh, Webster hits you up on the phone, and you're like, hey, Bobby! <laughs> Bobby! B-dub! Uh, never, will never call me on the phone. Uh, Robert De Niro and the fan uh, with... Uh, Wesley Snipes. Nice. Great movie. Hey, Bobby. That's right. Did you stab him at the end? Anyway. Um, <laughs> he just ruined what was a great movie. Well, listen, a movie that I watched on TMN. <laughs> the movie's like 30 years old. 1995, oh, not man. 30 years, whatever it is. Me and Tom B. love that movie. Um, 
salute to Lord Ujiri. So I just yes, I'm just gonna. Who also people are coming for? They can't come for. Lord, no, 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 Lord no, Ujiri they, no, they is shouldn't. Deified. They they shouldn't, but they, they can. And Lord Ujiri needs a statue. Raptors bro. fans have short memories. They're coming for Nurse. They're coming for Lord Ujiri. Yeah, they're, 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 they're coming for. for, for they're coming for Freddie V. Freddie, who's having a career. Hey, Freddie. Gary Trent and OG are shooting career lows from three-point range, and it feels weird to see, and Freddie's had some bad shooting nights, which then fuels a speculation, where's he going to go next year? Will he? I think he's a player option. I think him and Gary have a player option to Correct. decide which ones they're keeping, or do they do they entertain offers when, when they come in? Pascal is in his prime and at the height of his powers. He's an all-NBA talent. Scotty is, I mean, he's in his sophomore season, so he's going to have some bumps in development and stuff. You... You hope that year two would have been a, would have been a condi- uh, continuation of his great rookie season. Uh, and then OG is, I feel like, is an untradeable piece. He's like the most versatile. I mean, he can literally guard every position on the basketball court, and he's amazing. He's like 25 or whatnot. O- OG? I, is he, he's 25 or 26? I believe he's 25. OG, to me, feels like T-Mac in a way where... It's like you you kind of see it there in glimpses, but it's not fully developed. Got it. Beside Got it. This, a, 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 another player who is a bit closer to fully developed, whether obviously in that time it was Vince, this time it's you know Pascal or even maybe Scotty. But if you trade him away, the fear is, oh wait, he's doing what with the yeah. Orlando Magic? Yeah. Oh wait, 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 he's doing what with the Houston Rockets? That that is and maybe or the New York Knicks who has a who have a ton of of draft picks. Sure, I, I was re- referencing the places that T Mac went and all oh, correct. And, yeah, you know was outstanding, but I, I have proactive fear that he would be the one that got away. You were saying? Oh, I, I think you keep that core intact. OG Scotty Pascal. I mean, I love Freddie and Gary. So uh, thankfully, that decision isn't on my shoulders. But I just asked okay. you to make the decision. I, I wait. You're telling us Remember, we're like, things we're, that we already we're know. We're in like, I don't wait, know, wait, 40. Wait, wait, wait to what? We're in 40 we're a, games we're a month of the 6-9 we're, experiment. We're a month away from the de- trade deadline. What, like? Deadlines the, make deals. I don't know what. And the, I'm just being devil's advocate. Fine. The, I think the I think the line for Raptors, I'm trying to think of, I'm thinking of the interview that Tim did with Bobby Webster before the year. I want to say it was 44 and a half or 46 and a half games was the line for Raptors total wins. And right now they're trending far below that, and they need to win the next three games of the six-game homestand. This is kind of a make-or-break part of the season. But I wait. The, again, we're only 40 games into the 6-9 experiment with all this length, and Otto Porter hasn't even really played, and and he was just in the finals. And we got him from the Warriors to be a 3-and-D guy, and we haven't unfortunately seen him. He's got a, what was it, a dislocated toe that hasn't been healing uh, properly, and Boucher's kind of taking a step back. Coloco's still developing. I don't, there's, there's time. We, I think we need to give it. We just need to let it cook in the oven a little bit more. That's just me. What, what's, what's your, um, I have summary no. of the of season so far. I, oh, in terms of what they should do, I have no idea. Listen, emotionally, there are good guys to cover. So selfishly, as a journalist, I'm like. Can we keep these guys in the room for a little bit longer? But I don't know. Here's the problem. And I do think Raptors Twitter needs to calm down and give Masai and Bobby and Teresa the, the benefit of the doubt because they this is generally what happens. 
Well, oh my, you you can't you can't trade DeRozan. He has a loyalty tattoo, and he actually wants to be here, and he's American. How dare you? Kawhi Kawhi's not even going to report. Oh, we get Kawhi win the championship. Oh, thank you. You were right. Oh, you can't draft Scotty Barnes. He can't shoot. And Jalen Suggs was a beast with Gonzaga. Oh, Scotty Barnes is the rookie of the year. Correct. You, you were right. So, like, we, we've seen this movie over time. I, I, I trust the guys who literally wake up every day thinking about this stuff That's and right. have more information That's to right. make the right decision. But from the outside, looking very far away in, I have no idea what the right decision is. Because even if you get an optimal year from Fred and from Gary and from OG and Scotty and Pascal. What is, what is this team ceiling? Can they all be optimal together at the same time? And if so, what are you paying all of them? And is the runway to success going to be high enough where are you going to be better than the Celtics anytime soon? Are you going to be better than the Cavs anytime soon? Are you, are you going to be better than the Knicks? Uh, anytime soon maybe but the Knicks have been real good this year just what is that ceiling look like in terms of what this group could be together if you keep them together and if you don't keep them together do you tear it down to the studs what we have to see is we like we got a little taste of it last year and unfortunately we it was a gentleman sweep to the, the Sixers who are another one of these um a top four team in the Eastern Conference that's not going anywhere Milwaukee not going anywhere. Correct, and and yeah, Cleveland is retooled. Uh, Indiana kind of looks nice. Um, what is the what is the ceiling? I mean, you do you make the playoffs to kind of satisfy your fan base? Like we're here, you get a few home games, and then you're out in the first round. We are competing to get into the play-in right now with it- like Atlanta and um, Chicago, I believe. I haven't looked at the standings in the in. Uh, recently but i think those are the the teams that are in that mix um listen you try to make you try to get to the playoffs and then maybe your team gets hot we've seen and i'm trying to think of like the last team that really that got hot right going into i think atlanta a few years ago got hot going into the playoffs and they make it and they made it to the conference finals and they lost to milwaukee i, I want to say in five games but I don't, you know basketball's tricky man it's all about chemistry and then it's peaking at the right time. I don't know if Pascal, who is has to be the he has to, he's in soccer shape. Like this guy's motor is is incredible because he's playing forty minutes a night or forty one routinely. Like can his body hold up until April at optimum levels? And I, I think maybe did you do a, a interview with him or did you write about his his offseason training and and hiring a, a like he's got his own staff to make sure that he is at optimal performance like LeBron famously does every year. I don't obviously I'm probably not spending 1.5, but will Pascal be able to play at the same level he's doing right now, logging heavy, heavy minutes in April? I hope so. Cause he's a phenomenal player and, and the optimist in me wants to see rap Toronto get hot going into the playoffs and anything can happen. Raptors currently sit in 12th. Uh, it's a long, it's a long 17 and 23 uh, in front of them are Washington, Atlanta, Chicago, Miami, and New York uh, in seventh. The problem though, is that uh, God love Dwayne Casey, but the Detroit Pistons are terrible. And it, even if you trade away some of the parts, I don't 
know that there would ever be that bad to really help their lottery odds that much. So you're in the Wemenyana scooter sweepstakes. Because to me, like, those are the two picks you care about. And so they're in a bit of a purgatory. And as Masai Ujiri has said in the past, play in for what? Like, who wants to be in the play-in? Uh, we have playoff football in the NFL. Your Super Bowl pick is whom? The Kansas City Chiefs. Because? Pretty good defense, elite offense, and Patrick Mahomes has shown that you can give him any receivers and he will make them special or he will help to elevate them to heights they hadn't been before. Like Kadarius Tony was a cast off from the Giants. And I don't even, and other than Travis Kelsey, I don't even think I can name other, oh, Juju, Juju Smith, also a cast off from Pittsburgh. These guys, man, the confidence, these guys are doing ring around the rosy, a pocket full of posies <laughs> in the game. And then running like gadget plays, which one got called back? I think it was a holding. Whatever. It was like touchdown to Tony. Got called back for holding or whatnot. But Kansas City, bro. I don't think I don't. They're the team I would sprinkle on. But listen, I'm not a professional get better or professional gambler. That's just my limited eye test gut feel. The their entire receiving group are castaways. Whether it's about the Scantling from right, Green from Bay, Green Bay or yeah. Juju Smith-Schuster from Steelers and from TikTok. Uh, <laughs> he is Tom Hanks with Wilson. Like, everything is a, is a, a castaway. Uh, Kansas City is plus 330. The Buffalo Bills, plus 420. Philadelphia Eagles, plus 500. San Francisco, plus 550. San Francisco, plus 550. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's, that's, pretty, that's pretty nice. I mean, the, the quarterback play, though. Bro. What are you talking the about? Defense is what are you talking amazing. About? You're 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 not down with Brock BP? Purdy. <laughs> they they're averaging 33 points a game with Brock Purdy. It, the, the come on, San Francisco 49ers offense Brock is it? Pur- is Brock it, Purdy is, is your guy? The easy button. Philly's got a no, great defense no, no, too. No, no, incorrect. Brock Purdy is not my guy. You know who my guy is? Kyle Shanahan is my guy. Jay's on the sideline with the yeah, with the yeah, yeah. fitted with the with the brim <laughs> not bent whatsoever <laughs> is my guy. The snapback coach is my guy. Cuz it doesn't it doesn't matter who his quarterback is. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals also uh, an interesting one at, at plus 750. Yeah, the there. And then just there. setting your money on fire is anything after that. Dallas Cowboys at plus 1300. Los Angeles Chargers. That's plus our squad ride. SM Bet squad ride. We won with the Chargers before the season. Oh, really? Yeah. And okay. and Austin Eckler is just amazing, bro. Well, uh, but you know that's four point five percent win probability. So you know you're saying yeah, you there's a chance. You just got to get hot at the right time. Well, and and in football is not as unpredictable as baseball. But the ball being the shape that it is, a bounce here, a, a tip there, obviously can turn the tides of a game. They have not been healthy. All That's year. also true. And so have your boy Eckler, yeah. uh, who you've done an interview with. I have. Uh, we will put it in the show notes if you haven't seen it. It's outstanding. Thank you. Uh, it, Herbert literally had his, his ribs jacked up in the middle of a game. Yeah. Didn't miss time. Uh, Allen is, is back healthy. Bosa is back. Rushing Mike Williams. Edge, so. It's, uh, you know, uh, I, maybe a dark horse, maybe a light sprinkle. Okay. All right. I, I like it. Uh, maybe we'll do a uh, going deep squad ride uh, and all of our Let's listeners go. jump Let's on with go. the SM bets crew 
on the on the Chargers. So I always have to remind myself are no longer in San Diego. I do not have to remind myself uh, that I'm a father because I always have bags underneath my eyes. Which brings us to our next edition of everyone's favorite segment. All rise. That's right. Dad rise. Jerry is in session. Dad Jerry is in session. And I have learned something uh, over the course of my three and a half years of being dad. I learned it in the last six months. Revelation that I will share with you is you will get to the stage when young CJ becomes musical. Okay. When, when he's, uh, you know, laying down a beat, playing some drums, or maybe, you know, dancing up a storm uh, in, in your wonderful boat. Will I am. Talented uh, producer, artist, artist you know, yeah. Black Eyed Peas, yeah. For so much of my life, I've listened to his music and I've said to myself, well, who's this, who's this for? Who's this for? And essentially, I've learned over time that it is for basic university girls and <laughs> toddlers. Because if a Will I Am track drops, I like to move it, move it. A, a, a toddler stops what they're doing. Let's get it started. Thank you. Another another great one. And so the dead jury question, because then what happens is they get stuck in my head. Oh, yeah. And I'm not trying to walk around life listening to the best of Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> no disrespect the fir- to Fergie. The first couple records are dope, though. Weekends and rap song before Fergie. But anyway. Am I bad person if I try to instill a little bit of, you know, Des, you've requested Move It, Move It. Maybe some Aston Martin music. <laughs> do I try to Can bring you expose in expose him to Rick Ross at this age? I don't know. I, I just I can't listen to Will I Am nonstop Fair. every day. I can't I, do it anymore. I think there are parents that also uh, the, when the Frozen movie came out, the soundtrack. I know a lot of parents had to listen to that soundtrack yes. a bunch going to school or going to soccer or whatever. So yeah, you're in a similar. So no, I, I think it's okay to expose him to different music, but like you have to obviously have the clean edits. Um, uh, on either Spotify or Tidal or whatever, or just cleaner artists where, you know, the Rick Rosses of the world that you just can't... Maybe it's like... Actually, I was going to say DJ Khaled, but and DJ Khaled doesn't ever perform, but his artists, there are some explicit versions. that You just got to have the clean, the clean playlist. Desi, how about some 21 Savage? 21, <laughs> 21, 21. 21, can you do some for me? Yeah, it hasn't worked yet, but I got I need an intervention. Or there's there's kids bop. You've, no, have you no? Have you heard of this craze? You, you you'll get there. Essentially, what it is is like what sounds like early adolescent children, teenagers singing. Oh, okay, but they're remaking actual hits. So they'll take like. You know, Megan the Stallion Savage or whatever. Correct. Yes. Or Megan and, and they'll Cardi's change a couple of the lyrics, but, but it sounds like a little bit more nursery rhymish. Didn't John Oliver have a bit about it? Or Probably. <laughs> Probably. Yes. Yeah. I think and he, he, he was like, no, no, and he's he's hilarious. I think yeah, he was lampoon, not lampooning, but lambasting the idea of kids bop remaking just, adult songs. Yeah, I gotta. If, if, if you're listening, help a brother out. Maybe you just have a playlist of like inspirational speeches and just put a generic beat on it. Like, Ray, what? it's about the day, day, day. 
It's about that day. That's my terrible impression of Sid doing an impression of Ray Lewis. Uh, and uh, I don't know, other famous quotes on a, on a beat. That might uh, inspire him, might plant a seed for future greatness of young Desi Bennett. My son's going to be walking around the playground telling other kids the inches we need are all around <laughs> us. <laughs> Al Pacino from, uh, from Any Given Sunday. Any Given Sunday. The inches we need are everywhere around us. Hell yeah. They're in every break of the game, every minute, every second. We have a minute left. Okay. So I cede the floor to you. What should we be looking for coming out from the SN Bets crew from you personally? We are we did a series of testimonials where uh, the squad is is commenting on things in pop culture, things that irritate them. Okay. Um and that series will drop uh in it'll drop later this month. It'll be on SportsSense YouTube channel. So look for that. And and today's Monday. So we have a, a piece come uh, that recurs every Monday called Monday Morning Misery, where we discuss the bets that we lost. Like every other better out there, casual, novice, or otherwise, who did not have profitable weekends, we're right there with you commiserating. And now I'll be seen at, at SN Bets on IG or on Twitter. I can't wait. As Bart <laughs> Scott would say. I can't wait. Can't wait. Listen, just... If you do, if you're out there and you do bet a little bit, just light, like light sprinkles, one two dollars. That's it. We're not we're not jumping in the deep end here. I'm the person in the survivor pool or the pick'em pool or the playoff confidence ranking each team with a number pool, where I take the winnings and I immediately defer them to the next round of pools. <laughs> so I don't know if I've ever actually nice. benefited. From uh, uh, from winning uh, said pool, I tell my wife that we won, and that's the only time she cares about football is like when we're close and she's she's got a rooting interest. Okay, but then that money never hits the unlimited checking account; <laughs> it just goes directly to whoever is so so gracious of organizing the pool and uh, taking their two to four percent admin fees. Right. So, so your 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 football pool will then go to the March Madness pool. And if you win there, that'll go to maybe some baseball pool or or some NBA or N- 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 NHL playoff pool. Yes. The people running the servers at runyourpool.com are like, <laughs> this fool is back again. <laughs> right. And it's more than four percent for sure. Yes. We just don't know it. Uh thank you uh, for listening. This has been fun. Uh this fool will be back again tomorrow. Uh, talk to you then.